Hello everyone and welcome back to Nurse in Transition. This is Kiana, your host. Um, it's been a little while since uh, between recordings and that's because this time of year when I'm recording, um, it's the end of August and we're getting ready for the school year. Yay! Um, <laughs> that comes with a mixed bag of feelings. Um, Excited to, because I have a now middle schooler, which who the heck knew, and my youngest will be, this will be their last year in elementary school. My middle school is also taking on middle school and a performing arts school. So they'll be um, combined in cyber school and uh, performing arts, which means that I will be commuting again. I have not done that in about four years. Um, talk about transition. Um, also my eldest elementary, my, my elementary senior (laughs) is, um, part of the performing choir with the Philly boys choir this year. He has not yet what they call blaze, which means he's a full performer, but he is a candidate and his, rehearsal schedule picks up significantly and probably his performance schedule. So this is going to be once again, a year transition. Oh, and I decided to add to everything else that we have going on. Um, being a parent ambassador for the whole of my kids cyber school, there's about 3000 students. So multiply that by 1.5. Um, and those are the number of parents that will have access to me once a week. Um, I offered to do it really because one of our biggest transitions was going from brick and mortar to cyber. And while I am someone who has no problem with reaching out to anybody who says that they'll help, um, sometimes parents aren't necessarily sure or comfortable with showing their cards to, um, teachers, faculty, and administrators, I thought it would be helpful to have a parent that they could talk to. I know I would have appreciated having a parent that I could talk to, um, to just bounce some ideas off of. And they have the, they have a network where you can go and ask questions and things of that nature. But for me, for the transition from being a brand new parent, um, it would have been nice to have someone to speak to, uh, So I offered myself in that vein and it was accepted. They're still working out the logistics and kinks and I'm sure when it's up and running, it'll be up and running. Um, And then this year I also decided because last year I did not make the kind of time that I wanted to, to set aside a specific day just for myself and my children to be able to, um, know that we have a day that we're going to hang out. Um, you're going to hear me pause because from this point up until probably November-ish, I'll be recording in my old office at our house, which we will be vacating soon um, because we are, we're being foreclosed on. And that's one of the biggest transitions um, that I think my husband and the kids and I are definitely processing on a daily basis. 
So you may hear some cars in the background. That's because I'm at my office. I let go of um, my co-working space just to be able to focus on some other things and put my financial resources where they were most needed. Not an easy decision. Um, today, actually, the membership was supposed to go until the 1st, which is tomorrow. And I said, oh, great, it's the end of the month. You know, I'll do one of my personal inventory days and spend about seven or eight hours, you know, at the end of the month to um, get my head together and set my intentions and all this other good stuff and go into the office and it's, I'm locked out, (laughs) which is, you know, kind of appropriate because I did say, you know, I'm ending my membership, but as per the communication, it's not supposed to end until tomorrow. So I technically have one more day. (sighs) Ah. decisions um so anyway i'm in my office you may hear me pause i digress because there's a wasp nest that has formed on one of our windows actually no longer our window because we don't own the home anymore um the window of the house that we're in until we vacate uh and the hvac that was installed in the house before we bought it creates a difference in pressure on this one window that we have uh, weatherproofed. So there's some gaps and I'm just keeping an eye out because there was one lonely wasp that decided it wanted to go for a walk away from the colony. And I'm just hoping it stays over there near the colony and doesn't come out to visit me. Um, Yeah, so you may hear me pause. Um, But in age for transition, um, focusing on the school year, upcoming school year, and some great things coming, uh, some things not necessarily sure of how they're going to work. Uncertainty is like the biggest um, theme of my life right now. It's just, um, yeah, uh, consistently uncertain is where I sit. And so what does that have to do with nursing? All right, let's tie this in. Um consistently uncertain uh that was my life on critical care right you never knew what you were walking into what the day would bring you didn't know depending on your patient and what their status was how much they had to give to maintain stability even though meds and drugs and um outer therapies are being used it really boiled down to the person and i believe there will um their will to fight through it. And to me, that's um, a big part of transition, right? Is your will to continue um, through the uncertainty and fight. Um, Despite the fact that you may not know what the outcome will be, you may want this particular outcome, but something else may happen. Something else wonderful may happen and something else that you may not consider wonderful may happen. Um, I lost a few patients uh, during my critical care years, which is one of the reasons why I decided to leave. Even when I was a CNA, um, actually when I was a CNA, that was the definitive reason why I left the nursing home I was in because uh, there were about three clients, residents at the time who passed. And one of them was really out the blue. Um, He was um, disabled, but full of life. And I came, I went 
because I used to work 11 to 7. So I went home that morning and he was wide awake and talking and fussing and doing everything that he did. And I came back that evening and they said he had passed. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I went to work, had that day off and came back the night and was looking for the next 24 hours later or so forth. Um, and was looking for him and was told that he had passed in his sleep the next night. And I couldn't believe it. Um, and then we had, I think he was the last one who had passed. There were two others who had passed and I just couldn't take it anymore. And then when it came to critical care, um, I remember one night walking in, I was pregnant with our daughter and I walked in to our unit and we had three rooms where there were patients actively dying. And one of them was mine. And then I think each that we all, um, the nurses that were on at night, there was three of us. We each had a patient on our assignment that was actively dying. And, um, yeah, I just, having a new life come into, um, you know, that I was carrying and seeing all this death, I just was like, eh, I'm good. I'm, I think I need to look to do something else with my career. And that's when I started looking. And I think I shared that story. I'm not really sure. I'll, I'll share it at some point. But um, realizing that I walked into uncertainty every day, uh, I actually searched for uncertainty every day because that was the field that I chose. At some level, though, at home, there were certain things that uh, I thought I was certain about. Um, and one of them was that I needed a paycheck to make sure that we not only had food on the table, but lights in the home to go to, um, and could provide certain amenities for ourselves and our children. And when I was injured and lost that ability, um, I really lost a piece of myself, um, or I thought I did anyway. And now that we are in the process of losing our home. Um, once again, I feel like I'm losing a piece of myself. I know better than that, but it's still, nothing can prepare you for it. Um, unless you've been through it, it's hard to understand. You can imagine. I've heard people who have gone through foreclosure or lost their homes, and I can imagine what they were going through, but once you're actually in it, it's something totally different. You have good days where you're like, all right, you know, this doesn't necessarily define me. This isn't where it ends. And then you have days where you're just like, you know, where did I go wrong? And where do I, where did I fail? And how did I let myself and everybody else down? And then you still have to live life on top of that, right? You still have to wake up and get dressed and be there for your, your family and your friends and the community at large. And, you know, you have to keep living. It's kind of like, I equate it to losing um, a friend or a family member, what, what death reminds you of um, and how you use that reminder to kind of give you energy to sustain you, to continue to move forward. And um, losing your home is a significant loss. Um, it took a lot for me to be able to even talk about it without breaking down into tears. And occasionally, I end up having to fight them back. But as I perpetually live in transition and uncertainty, I realize that um, there's a strength 
at least a will to fight, that when quote unquote bad things happen, that fire gets ignited. And no matter how much I, how sad I feel or how often I feel sad, the spark allows me to have that energy to put my, that, my foot in front of the other and keep moving forward. Um, especially in the times when it gets dark and you want to go in a corner somewhere and just wither away. Um, and that's part of the reason why I kind of started this was because, you know, we as nurses, we shoulder so much, right? Um, we watch people actively die. We watch people get diagnoses that came from out of nowhere and have to process it. And we watch family members watch family members um, as they ebb and flow away from them. Um, and we carry that, right? And we carry it really well. We carry it with dignity. And we're there just when they need us and we hug them and everything. <clears throat> but for some odd reason, it's really hard for us to be the ones who need to lean on other people when we go through what we go through. And there was a time where I would have apologized for feeling what I'm feeling, <clears throat> but I'm not going to. Just need to breathe, right? And if you're at a point where something's going on and you're not really sure who to lean on or you don't want to lean on somebody, I'm giving you permission to release, to cry, to let it go, to deal with it however you need to. Because change is not easy. Uncertainty sucks. And although I'm not here to hug you and hold you and say it's okay, <clears throat> You've already shown the gumption and the moxie and the toughness because you've gotten through all the other things to get you to this point where you're listening to me sit here and cry. Um, and you will find a way to get through this. And you won't be alone. You will not be alone. It will feel like it, but you're not. There's always somebody out there who you can lean on. And just find that person. And sometimes that person may be you. Sometimes you may have to lean on yourself and that's okay. Eventually there will come somebody to hold you up. <clears throat> and as I sit here and watch these wasps <laughs> freak me out um, and remind me of what my fears are when it comes to insects who I am significantly larger than. Um, but I do recognize that there has to be some toughness with them, right? And there has to be some level of teamwork and camaraderie, some level of wanting to be free and explore. And for me to recognize that um, 
doesn't necessarily make the fear go away. But to be able to see some of the things that make me tick in their behavior makes them a little less frightening. Maybe I can take that <clears throat> and wonder at the marvel of just life, right? And how we all have to fight through whatever it is we're fighting through to get to the other side. Um, this episode was a little bit longer than usual. I am okay. Um, I think I have left ways to get in contact with me. And email is always good. Um, Kiana B. So K-Y-A-N is a Nancy A. B is in boy at kbcalls.com. And I'm leaving you hoping that you have, for us, it's, um, while I'm right as I'm recording, this is the Saturday before Labor Day, the Saturday before school year starts, um, the Saturday before more, more uncertainty. And I just hope that you enjoy your last summer holiday. If you listen to this during that time, um, if you're not and whatever day of the week that you have an awesome day and an awesome week, and just know that Transition isn't a bad thing, although it doesn't always feel good. There is getting over to the other side, right? Whatever that side is. To then go into another part or another method or another type of transition, but there is always the next day. So bidding you adieu and take care of yourself. Bye.